Hello, and welcome to the Weekly Recap. Uh, this is Nick. Uh, we are on site, so you can hear us. Uh, it probably sounds a little different. Uh, we are here at Four Points Northside. Uh, sitting across the table from me is Dave. Hello. How's it going, guys? <laughs> uh, Sarah's also here. This is a very special guest, right, because she's only on every you know six months or so. Um, it's been over a year. <laughs> as you can tell, that's, that's true. Uh, as you can tell, Alex is not joining us this evening. He is in California. So that's, uh, that's just how it's going to go. Um, so he's actually out for the next two weeks. Like I said on the Instagram, uh, if you want to come on next week's episode, I'm looking for people to talk to. Uh, but Dave, thank you for having us. Oh, I'm glad you guys can make it out here. Yeah, man. Uh, holiday weekend. I know it's a little crazy, but I appreciate you making the time for us here. So, Anytime. Um, I guess, first question, have you ever done a podcast before? <laughs> Done a few. Um, off the top of my head, uh, did a few with uh, Jaron. I think when Jaron had his old one, and I did one with um, him and Andrew uh, from Dancing Gnome. Oh, okay. Gotcha. And That's the... Uh, good but not the best. Yeah, good but yeah. not the best. Okay. Yeah, that yeah. was like last year, and I think we may have done something else. I can't really... Remember off the top of my head right now. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, these things kind of all blend together, right? So yeah. hopefully we're a little bit different um, than everybody else. But yeah, as far as the sure. <laughs> the, uh, we're not trying to be real structured here. But I do want to ask uh, how you got into craft beer, or what like what your backstory is with everything that's going on right now. Because I mean, you've been in what now? It's almost three years. Yeah, right? it'll be uh, with four points. Three years on July 13th. Um, As we just found out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kind of forgot the day for a second there, but yeah, um, got into it, you know, several years ago. Um, started out with the barbecue down in Shawleroy, so we were just trying to get uh, good local beer on, and it was really hard to find, uh, you know, five, six years ago. There were places, but you couldn't necessarily get them to sell you anything because they were kind of strapped with production and whatnot. So just, um, you know, we'd get what we can. Um, a lot of people, you know, wanted to give us stuff but just couldn't. And then after doing that for a few months, kind of wanted to curate our own menu down there. So figured that we would just do it ourselves so we kind of had control of the, the beer the, the tap list and um, you know the the food as well so everything else kind of fell into place after that we settled on doing it next door just with the licensing it was kind of the only thing that we could do at that very moment and um, my family was in beverage um, my grandmother owned a coca-cola bottling plant so you know always wanted to do something in the line of beverage that's awesome. That's yeah, I was. I, I never got to see it. I'm. I mean, she was pretty. She sold it, Cameron, when I was either really young or prior to that. I don't know the backstory, but yeah, we have just pallets of Coke from the the fifties, just completely full in the bottle, oh, just in the wooden cases. Like we have several of them. But you yeah. ever crack one open? No. <laughs> Surprisingly, no. And uh, she had her own line, too, which was called Calvert's. Um, they made it in Charleroi. Oh, nice. So our roots are there. Um, I didn't 
I, I grew up like probably like 10, 15 minutes away. So, I mean, I'm from that area, but that's kind of how we got started down there. Gotcha. Yeah. Were you like, uh, are you involved in the brewing at all? Like, I mean, have you been? I help. Um, I pretty much leave it to Adam because I'm pretty, I, I don't know if I could focus on an entire eight hour day without somebody pulling me away. Um, know the process, know everything that goes into it, know all the recipes. Um, he goes over everything with me. He's a great, great teacher at explaining things. Um, yeah, but I could, I, I help with cleaning when people call off. I could clean all the tanks. Um, I dry hop on the weekends. Pretty much whatever needs done. I think um, maybe when we slow down here a little bit, like in the next month, I'm going to kind of go back and start with the beginning with him and look at everything. During the pandemic, like in the beginning, it was just me and him in there. Yeah. So I was coming in at like 9 o'clock, helping him mash in because our our grain mill was up on a platform. And then um, after that, he'd pretty much go through everything through the day. We We have a few other people working there now. Um, we're, we're looking for another staff brewer. We haven't really put anything out there yet, but we're going to get another guy in, and then I'll probably be, like, third string <laughs> in case, you know, two people call off or, you know, take vacation or whatever. So, I mean, yeah, we're going to re-go through everything probably in the next month, and then I'll be able to get some reps, and then maybe down the road here or there, you know, I'll be able to brew a beer under supervision for the day <laughs> so yeah I've, I've heard stories it's it's funny like how people start out like the owners and then they get pulled in different directions and you know I'm like this at the, the restaurant too and then they'll come back when everyone's on vacation and they're dry hopping all the wrong beers and <laughs> doing doing uh, ruining entire batches and yeah stuff. <laughs> yeah like they're I mean uh, I'm these guys do it every day um they do a great job so i'm just going to handle everything else but it's fun to uh be able to do some different things every now and then you know that way it's not the same like groundhog day every day so right yeah you're just doing the same thing but yeah, yeah that's interesting because it's not like you started as like a home brewer and moved into this like brewer like you're not the brewer right no. basically is what it comes down no. to so it's a different perspective I think right like with yeah. ownership and for sure having, especially having like the three different spots right you have the, the barbecue the brewery the brewery and, and then, then the tapper yeah so definitely a little bit different story than what we usually yeah you know, most everybody's like oh I started sure. brewing and moved into you know my my heart's brewery. definitely in it you know I I know about the process I've read several books you know I have I'm not going to say that I know, like, everything, but, you know, I know what goes into every beer. You know, I'm I'm right there every step of the way. But, you know, at the end of the day, he's going to make the decisions. I trust him, and that's, that's what the dynamic is. We were talking about it a few months ago, and he said it's kind of like when you have um, – too many irons in the fires at some of these other places and stuff starts getting messy like yeah. I'm I'm like big picture what path we're going to go you know figuring out how we're going to brand it and then Bridget's taking that idea and translating it to something that you could see visually 
and you know Adam's doing all the the beer so yeah kind of just I mean we're gonna have suggestions for each other of course but at the end of the day like you know if I say hey you know let's do let's do a, a new IPA like th- like with this grain bill and this hops what do you think about you know he might come back and say well I instead of doing that I would do this I think it'd come out better and I'm like yeah that's fine yeah. I'm not gonna be like no do it this way or <laughs> like I have complete trust in those two it's like basically handing someone the keys to a vehicle and saying go ahead yeah it's very it seems like a very symbiotic relationship yeah. you guys yeah. are all kind of leaning on each other but not like bowing to the professional I guess, yeah it's like thing, it's right? all about balance I mean I would I would love to be able to know graphic design just as well as I would love to have the knowledge that he has about everything but when you have 50 other things going through your head in a day to make sure you know everything's okay at all three places yeah you know you're you're gonna miss things right yeah, so, that's you're, there's just too much to handle for sure. You're gonna miss things if you're you're doing one thing. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> I just try to make sure everyone's on the same page. Stuff's getting done, and then I'm, I mean, I'm still doing the bulk of the deliveries and everything else too. Oh, really? Just yeah. Wow. So that's like that's number one that I would love to get off of my plate, so I could be at Charleroi um, more like in the morning and be there from like eight to like five and then swing down here probably yeah because you guys are here what wednesday through sunday now or is it thursday through sunday thursday through sunday we're we've been thinking about adding another day we're kind of going back and forth between like monday and wednesday gotta say there's not a lot of places over on monday monday would be yeah everywhere's closed mondays i'm thinking that too but it's like monday is like the only well it's it's not even a day off anymore but it's kind of like get all kinds of different things done but hey it's four or five o'clock at night you know at that time i'm kind of winding down on everything else anyway so yeah especially after putting in almost a what nine hour day up to that point yeah i mean it's it's wake up in the the morning and do like back end stuff online uh newsletter get all the stuff ready for the the pictures um i mean we do everything in-house so i mean yeah and that's awesome i mean it, it like um i feel like adam has a little bit of more of a online presence with like twitter and facebook and <laughs> yeah he's yeah. Uh, i enjoy his facebook <laughs> yeah. i mean he seems like he has a lot of fun with that type of stuff he um, does he, but, he enjoys it i mean but I mean, like the—I mean, seeing the pictures of the beer and like you know framing that kind of stuff, and even just taking the time to like pour like pour a glass that's going to look good on the picture. Like that's a lot of work, right? Yeah, you're, it you're, is. You're adding to your your plate, you know. And I know you said Bridget handles most of like the design and everything. Yeah, design so. pictures. Um, yeah, pretty much everything to that degree. Naming beers. I mean, we've all done it. It's primarily been me with the, the ideas and the concepts probably since like maybe the beginning of COVID Adam had I had some stuff like written down that Adam had mentioned like you know maybe like over a year and if he has something like he wants to do we, we'll do it yeah. in the beginning it was a lot it was a lot it was mainly him in the beginning uh, okay. with the names because he had stuff that he was doing at home that he knew would the concept was and what it was going to be and we had it planned out 
it's like a first album. I mean, you know, you have time, you know exactly what you want to do. Yep. <laughs> some stuff works, some stuff doesn't. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah, and especially like when you're trying to, like the series of beers and stuff like that. Like I know you guys had uh, the Bodega series for a while there. Yeah. And now they're kind of coming back into rotation as their own beers, right? Like um, we, did the, we did the one um, just because... I, I don't even know why we did it on its own, own thing. It kind of just happened organically. Um, we wanted to, he wanted to switch Cascade out for Talus, I think, and maybe just tweak one other thing. But that was kind of like a fluky thing that just took off. Like, I, I, I had the idea for that beer, like Bodega. Like, you, you walk into a bodega and there's like something, you, you could get like, you could get wine, you could get uh, chips, you could get like, you know, deli meat, like whatever you want. So it's like a kitchen sink type, that's what we call it, a kitchen sink beer. Yeah. So we had all these half bags and quarter bags and stuff stacked up in there and we're like, what the heck are we gonna do with like all these? Because we use a lot of full bags or half bags and they're just gone. Yeah. And it was like weird poundage stuff. Um, <laughs> Some of them were like from the the all together beer from oh, last yeah. year that we yeah. had laying around. Um, we had some, yeah, I think three of them were. We just had weird poundage left over because whatever, whatever other half did the recipe, they were probably scaling it down from like you know twenty barrels or whatever. So I mean, we we did it at five. So right, we're gonna have weird poundage with it left over. So I forget what was. And then we had some other half bags of hops that something that we had planned that we were going to do again that we didn't do it. So we were kind of like, hey, let's just throw like some of these in. And we ended up throwing all of it in. It was like heavily, heavily dry hop. And people loved it. And then it was kind of like, yeah, we got to do this again. <laughs> and then we didn't have stuff left over. So it kind of like went into that but I would like to get back into you know having weird amounts left over that we just kind of throw in and see what happens yeah because yeah. it was just like a complete fluke that it, it did well we had but the, all the hops made sense they were all citrusy hops a lot of them you know had the same um, like lineage yeah yeah so I mean that's but I mean I guess you, you have the stuff laying around it's like you, know, yeah. you don't want to waste it like we had, I think it was like Citra, Mosaic, Simcoe, Comet, Vic Secret, and Cascade. I think they were. I think that's six. And they're all they're all wonderful. Yeah. I mean, the only thing that wasn't based in the U.S. was the the Vic Secret. Yeah. Yeah. We, that's we, we were going to pull that out for something else. What'd you say? I said I guess in my head and I was right. Vic Secret isn't from here. That's true. I like Vic Secret. Sometimes I get proud that I remember things. I feel like a lot of people. I just feel like in general, a lot of people are using Big Secret. I, I think it's more tolerable than Galaxy is now. Galaxy's not the same as it was like four or five years ago. That's true. It's, yeah. It could be really harsh. Um, you have to be careful how much you put in it. But I mean, we've done overbranded with all Galaxy and it was fine. We've, yeah. We tried like, you know, 15 different things to kind of mellow it out. I really don't. I don't know if any of it worked, to be honest. <laughs> well, the overbranded series is one that like sticks with you. I feel like it's just like a pounding of just like the one type of hop. Yeah. And I, 
I like that a lot because like, it, it lets you kind of experience what that actual hop tastes like. Yeah, and, and I mean, we're, we're taking a risk too because like a lot of, like even with the Umbrandeds too, if you're putting, when you're our size too, it's kind of like hopefully they send you, you know, really good stuff. Like right. you never know what you're going to get. It's not yeah. like Treehouse flying down to Australia and picking a lot and getting like the best of the best. We get what we can. We have, we have, uh, good contracts. Um, the people we deal with are great, but I mean, we do notice like from time to time, like, hey, this citra is like really good, like on this batch, and maybe the mosaic carries it on another batch, like with with Four Street, like. But with that beer, I mean, it's kind of like uh, playing a song like out on stage with an acoustic guitar, <laughs> yeah. you know? Like there, there's nothing to hide behind. Right. Yeah, like if that right. hop's not good, then I mean it's people are gonna know it's a bad batch. They're, it's they're a different gonna, batch, yeah. And thankfully, like th- that hasn't happened. I'm gonna I'm gonna knock on yeah. wood. I mean we have overbranded citra in the tank now. It was smelling pretty nice, but um, can't wait. <laughs> yeah, that was that, that one was one of my favorites from the, the citra. Yeah, just yeah, it's just incredible how versatile that hop is. I think that was probably my favorite one. I did like the Strata. Um, I think one may have been just a little bit uh, more aromatic than the other. I, I couldn't tell you which one, um, but I was particularly impressed by the Citra one. Like I thought that it just, and we hit it pretty hard. I mean, we do dry hop stuff a little bit more, but th- I think that that representation of um, that hopping rate is is pretty good. Like what we're comfortable with I mean we have IPA that are dry hopped like the same rate and even more too but I mean I think it's I think it's a good balance like just you know the hot side of cold side with what we're doing with those beers and I mean I, I like the the concept a lot we had um, someone kind of uh, dogging us online saying that the cans weren't descriptive enough and they needed to have like um <laughs> you know what hops are in it what the beer smells like what it tastes like you know that's Jeez. insane so i i came up with Do the idea the of overbranded where i was going to put everything on the can <laughs> Do they want the soil it was grown in too like um, like are we getting into wine country with this? Who, who knows i mean like oh, that's cool like everyone else who has stuff on their labels you do you, you know, we'll do us, like, whatever works for you, great, but, like, we've always been minimalistic, like, we're not going to have, like, our logo on the front of every can, we want each brand to be its own thing, if you flip it around, it's always going to be there. I gotta say, I, I freaking love your branding, I love everything Thank about you. the it's design, very, it's, it's very good. like, there's... Your labels are great. Thank you. It, it kind of gives me, like, Hidden Valley, or wait, is it Hudson? Hudson, 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 not Hudson Valley. Hidden Valley Ranch, yeah, Hudson Valley. Like, gives me that kind of vibe, though. Like, I just really want to put ranch in your beers. You hate ranch. That was the best. I was, I was trying. I was thinking Hidden River. I think is where I went. Yeah, yeah, like middle of the Hidden Hidden Valley is cool. Oh my god. No, I meant, I meant Hudson, Hudson Valley. Hudson is great. They're, they just have some really cool, like, uh, geometric designs and stuff yeah. like that. It's kind of vibing with what you guys have going on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely, definitely look up to <laughs> look up to those guys. Um, 
love like a lot of the stuff Bill does, um, you know, in terms of design. Um, but truthfully, like most of the inspiration just comes from other stuff. Other, it doesn't even remotely come from other breweries. Or right, and it's it's unique. That's the other thing. Is like everything that you guys are doing is kind of its own thing, right? Like yeah. there's not a. I don't pick up a can of yours and go, oh, this could be a, somebody else's can. You know, like that's really what it comes Appreciate down to. Appreciate that. Fourth Street. I love the the cross logo. Like that kind of thing is. Yeah, the street. Yeah, yeah. and. Like there's even like the dimensions, right? Like dimensions is a simple design. It's just the word written out, but, yeah. you know, tiered. And there's a funny story behind that beer too. I need to know it then. So um, <laughs> I, love, I love a funny story. Yeah. Let's so that was, so that started out, I think <laughs> as a, um, that started out as like the, the bodega one, like the, the yeah, bodega. that's what I thought. I thought that one was the evolution of it. So with the, well, we were supposed to brew that beer that that week, so it started out as a double IPA, and then something happened. I don't think um, Adam seems seemed to think that enough bags didn't make it into the the grain mill, so it came in it came in low. Like it was supposed to be eight five, it came in at seven and a half. So then the oh, wow. we double batch, so he tops it off the next day. Yeah. So once it starts, we, we pitch the yeast, starts going, top it off, it just takes off, it's, it's, it's done. Yeah. So the next day he called me in the morning and he's like, hey, I'm not feeling good. And keep in mind, like Adam probably takes off, I could probably, in three years, I could probably count it on one hand. Like I could remember, he probably took off like three days. He, he never gets sick. And then, like, you know, with everything going on, I'm like, what's going on? He's like, I don't, I don't know. I'm just going to, like, be safe. He's like, I don't think I have it. I'm just going to go get tested. I'm like, yeah. take the day off. He's like, well, what about the beer? And I was like, I don't fucking care. Just, just let it go. And he's like, well, it came in low anyway. I was like, just let it go. I said, what, what do you want to dry hop it with that you've wanted to dry hop something with that we haven't got to? He's like, well... It's like, I really like uh, do something with Idaho 7 and probably Sultana. And I'm like, cool. I was like, I was like, what about Lotus in it too? Or maybe he said it, I don't know. So I call the, I call the place. I'm like, hey, can you send us this out? Like the Hop Havoc in Maryland. They just, they ship stuff like, it's like literally like next day. That's awesome. So we drive hopped it. That was the mention. So literally, like, we had the, the, the beers dry hopped, and I'm sitting there, like, at the table, and Bridget's like, you forgot to tell me what you guys were doing. And I'm like, well, you know, like, you know, this happened. So <laughs> I was like, I'm thinking of, like, these names, and I, I forget what the hell they even were. Like, I'm like, this, who, who knows how this beer is even going to turn out, you know? Like, so I'm not really going to get invested behind a, a concept. And we've had stuff that were, like, we love this. We're gonna get behind like this this brand, and it's just does like okay, and it it's you know it's gut wrenching a little bit. Right. Yeah. But I was like, I said like I was tr- saving dimension for like something else, and then I was she was like, oh, that name that name's not very good. And I don't like. <laughs> what am I supposed to do with this? I was like, well, the only other thing I have is dimension. She's like, you could probably do something with that. 
I'm like, figures he'd pick that one. Right. <laughs> so she whipped it up in like a few hours and, you know, we put the clear label on it. I mean, but, yeah. I don't know. I like the, I like the, the way that it's written out. I'm, I'm a, I'm a nerd for that kind of stuff. Yeah. So. I, and I mean, so then, you know, we dry hop it a couple of days later, we crash it and everyone's like, wow, this beer is like freaking awesome. <laughs> And then, I mean, that was it. I mean, a lot of stuff happens that way. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. You can't really plan every single possible thing, right? No. No, um, never. So, yeah. Sorry, okay. I'm looking it up because... Because it's not sitting in front of us. Yeah. Well, I, I need gotcha. enough and I, if I can remember Yeah, and if you guys want some, too, we have some, some on. Oh, man. Um, uh, real quick, I do want to mention that we are drinking... A collaboration stout from Other Half that I grabbed out of my cellar. Um, this is Other Half and Eight State Brewing uh, out Carolina. of South Carolina, not Florida. <laughs> um, this is the Secret Cheesecake Society German Chocolate Cheesecake Imperial Stout with Cream Cheese, Graham Cracker, Cocoa Nib, uh, Cacao Nibs. I'm sorry, Cacao Nibs. I did that the it's last time. Coconut. Coconut. Pecan God damn it. and vanilla. Pecan. <laughs> I say pecan. pecan. I think it actually is pecan. Also, I don't think I, ever, I don't think I've ever said pecan. It's delicious. Um, all right, so now that now that we kind of know a little bit more about you, Dave, I, I want to get into the, sil- the 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 silliest question that we ask our guests. Okay. Which is, what are your top five emojis in your phone? Okay. Emojis. Do you have your phone on you? Yeah. Okay. Right. So. Just uh, just a heads up on this one. It's the so you have an iPhone, right? Yep. Okay. So whenever you open up your text messages, you go to your emojis. They do like the top used. It's the down column on the far left side. Down column on the far left. Okay. Check mark. So that's like in my note page, probably to let me know like oh, it's where done. I deliver to, whatever. Yep. Thumbs up. That's that's a lot. <laughs> uh, the black heart. That's probably. Um, for me replying That's to stuff on too. Instagram. <laughs> the laughing with the tears. No, wait. Tilted yeah, or straight on? Because I have both. Okay, so this is the best because we can see it. Oh, so okay. Yeah, so it's the it's the millennial. It's the uh, geriatric millennial. So fun yeah. fact, I stopped using that emoji and started using the tilted one. So I didn't have to be old anymore. Apparently, yeah, apparently we're old apparently because, we're we use old because we use the regular one. one. Like my, my number one. Right, it's awful. Is that same emoji? Yeah, <laughs> I don't for know sure. If you've noticed a change in my laughing emojis lately, but that's why. Cause so, be an so that's your number four. What's your number five? Uh, the cheers. Oh, and then right after that is the face palm, which that's that's brand. probably mainly for the, uh, the the kitchen when somebody does does something. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. And then there's like the the hands up in the air, like I don't know, which you know everybody. I use that one all the time. Oh, yeah, I've got that one yeah. in there too. Um, do you have a favorite emoji that's not in the top five? Like, I mean, obviously, if it's in the top five, we've already talked about it. My favorite's probably the I'm thumbs up. I'd say I think that's a good one. Which one? The thumbs, thumbs up. Oh yeah, I, I I use that one quite a bit. I think I, I use that one mostly responding to my mom. I don't think so. Like it's frequently there's like an onion in here. Like I don't know. Like there's stuff I've never even seen before. I'm pretty some sure of are, some of them are recently used too. Like if you sent it as like a one-off. So. I'm pretty sure that, oh, is that I've why never the used. Home and the yoga girl are on mine because I sent it in a Venmo. <laughs> 
I have the Iraqi flag on here, which That's is like... That's interesting. Is that... <laughs> Is, is, is that the, the, uh, the is that the Iraqi one? flag? Yeah, no. What is that? I think so. Oh, I, I couldn't tell you. I'm sorry. I'm really I'm a, bad at I'm flags. A I would have never used the black, white, and green yeah. with the red triangle. That's. No, uh, it's not. It's not. No. Although it's close, it's not. It's close. It's the same colors, but yeah, I no, mean. it's close. <laughs> so, I've never even used a flag. Uh, that might be. Uh, is it like? I don't ever use the flags either, like, no, unless I'm like never. sending a Venmo with a, like a random emoji. Um, mm, that is anyway, so that's that's our like basic like silly question, just to kind of break the ice. And I should have probably started with that rather than like, hey, what do you do in craft beer? Like, but that's cool. <laughs> now that we're about a half a half an hour in, so um, I've had approximately six ounces of stout, so that means I'm going to be chatty. Oh, good. Can I talk about something I saw on Reddit that I literally thought was a joke? But people were responding to like it was a real thing. So someone on Reddit asked, where can I find hop water in Pittsburgh? And to me, hop water is the first batch of IPA Nick and Jake brewed <laughs> that they thought was awful and tasted just like hop water. And I was like, well, it's fine because I have a high tolerance for hops and bitterness. Is this a thing now? Yeah. Like, are people literally... Yeah, like, no, it's like a it's like a low carb, no carb it's like alternative a, to beer. Is this no? It's what is this? It's a uh, it's like seltzer, like hot tea. It's not oh, okay. it's not alcoholic. <gasps> oh, that's sad. I thought it was gonna be like kombucha. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's, it's non-alcoholic. So it's wort, basically. Yeah, basically. Oh, so you get unfermented. Yes. Like, you can't. I mean, it's it's like, not going to hurt anything. Some people do. I mean, it to. tastes like tea. Right, that's the thing. Like, why would I drink that? <laughs> or now I'm going to Google it. Lagunitas yeah. makes There's, one. Um, well, well that's, that's like a, a seltzer almost. And it's it actually is. pretty it's good. Okay. H2Ops sparkling hop water. I think they dry hop. They, they, so they, well, they have a seltzer. carbonated, obviously. But. Well, they, and they dry hopped it. Oh, so, okay. Oh, I was shocked. Actually. Naturally free of alcohol. Car this particular brand, I'm gonna say, is naturally free of alcohol, carbs, and calories. Yeah. See, that's basically tea. So can I pretend? <laughs> pretend I'm drinking beer when I'm like trying to be good about my diet because I'd rather just you know have a be sad and not or something. Get drunk? Yeah. Like, <laughs> wait a second. I think or a nice crisp pilsner. Right, like the like the dust tall. No that, wait, Adam. Adam was drinking this today. I saw him post something. It's like sparkling. Let's see what he posted. Oh, see now this is relevant to the conversation. Thank you. Sparkling, you know what? Welcome. I didn't know it was going to be relevant. Sparkling hot tea. So okay. it was it was uh, made with citra and white tea. This what? is the first I'm seeing this. I literally might. He said it kind of tastes like a hazy IPA. That's interesting. I can pretend to drink. That is interesting. So I can pretend I'm drinking a beer if I'm trying to be like, quote unquote, good. Somebody asked where he, he found it and he didn't reply. Oh, I'm not going to say what I'm thinking because that's rude. And I mean, you could. Good. I'm not going to get mad. I no. might get mad for a little bit, but I'll get over it. <laughs> what, are you pregnant? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, but I am a person who sometimes... Doesn't want to drink but wants to hang out calories with people. Yeah. And, you know, is a boring... <laughs> Do you like seltzers? Not really, no. 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 See, I, I want to try this now. I, I want to try it now. I have to. I have to. Do you something. like Do you like regular seltzers? No. 
So you don't like any kind of like? Not really. No, I'm not. A fi- I'd rather just drink water. Drink still water. I like like Lacroix, bubbly. Yeah, yeah, great. Gotcha. But well, the alcoholic stuff, I I can't. Like, yeah, I, don't know. I feel like it's like super overcooked. Some gin in it and call it a day. Like, I couldn't even tell you. I, I had like a half of a white claw, and it's just like it doesn't taste like anything. It tastes no. like you know, like uh, we always say, it's like somebody screamed at a truck that was driving by, orange, and that's what it tastes like. You know, it's like just the hint, like just a faint thought of orange. Yeah, know? I mean, like. People, people love them. Like, I get why. I could see it. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. It's like appealing. Like zero calories, and you know. But we were. I mean, yeah, it's like you're drinking soda, but you're not drinking soda. I think we looked at one, and there was like a ton of sugar in it. And Probably. I think that um, Adam was talking about it. He said that actually, like, some of the saisons and like, I think he said actually, like, might have been Miller Lite had less calories than one. Wow, that's crazy. I think that's what he said. I mean, I mean, don't quote me on that. My favorite is the new like surge for like double hard seltzers that are like eight or nine percent. Oh, like that's that's you were straight up about, like surge. The no, sodas. no, but that's the thing. <laughs> White Claw does a double version called Surge. It's Literally called White no Claw Surge, and it's like four loco but without the caffeine. Like, why would you do that? Surge like the old like soda. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, I like Surge. You remember playing Gran Turismo like, Two for like seventy-five hours straight? Yeah, no, I know how that goes. Uh, <laughs> are you a gamer? Surge. Are you a gamer? Um, I I was when I was like younger, but I don't really. I mean, I don't have much time anymore. Right? Um, yeah, I can imagine it's running been, between three locations. Yeah, it's been like ten years, but I, I mean, I like playing, uh, you know, Battlefield and Call of Duty and some sports games and stuff. Like gotcha. when we were in college, but. I'm obsessed with PGA 2K right now. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. It's just, it's like calming. It is. Like they have the like the music is just like, and I mean it's not really difficult, but I mean it wastes a half an hour if you play around. So I get like obsessive about stuff. So if I start playing it, like I will not like let it go until it's done. Yeah. Like I think the last game that I played was probably when they like rebooted Tomb Raider. I think for like. It was probably like Xbox 360 or something like that. Yeah. Like, I was just, like, playing nonstop for, like, days. <laughs> it was pre-brewery, so I was just doing the restaurant. So I'd come home at night and then, like, play Xbox all night or, oh, like, yeah. mm-hmm. music or something. So. Yep. Now, you, you seem like you've been making a lot of music references. Have you, were you in a band? You played? Yep. Uh, okay. Yeah. I was in a band probably from, like, 16 to maybe, like, mid-20s, maybe. Oh, okay. What'd you play? Guitar. Okay. What kind of music? Um, it was mostly rock. Um, like we, we played like some um, like southern rock type stuff when we were younger. But like me, like I'm into like all kinds of stuff, like anything from '80s metal to like um, you know EDM. So. Yeah, I know like Adam does like, some D&B stuff. Yeah, he, he does. <laughs> like, he, he um, likes that stuff. I mean, yeah, I, like, my electronic music taste is, like, a lo- little different than his, but, like, it definitely crosses over, like, with some of his playlists. It's funny, we don't really even talk about music that much. It's pretty crazy. Every now and then, like, I, I think everyone on the production side was a musician. Wow. Which is interesting. 
Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, it's a creative outlet, right? Yeah. Production is, you know, you're creating something. Yeah. And, I mean, you're sitting across the table from two metalheads, and that's I mean, I played in a metal band for years. Oh, cool. Growing up, so yeah, it's. I mean, I've talked about it on the podcast before, so anybody that's listening knows. Early two thousands melodic Scandinavian melodic death metal. <laughs> Encyclopedia right here. <laughs> I didn't get that. Uh, I mean, I didn't get into really like that heaviest stuff. I mean, I like heavier rock. Uh, you know, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. Yeah. Melodic death isn't as. You weren't in like a Skinner cover band or anything, right? Like, because no. you said like Southern rock. No, I mean, I mean like, it, it, it's, like it's stereotypical. <laughs> we would. Uh, I mean, we would play like. You would play whatever you can when you were younger. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for you us, play, like, Deep like, Purple or, yeah. you know, yellow Zeppelin. Yellow Card is Southern Rock. Hmm? So yellow Card is Southern Rock. They're, they're from Florida. That's oh, it. okay. All right. Yeah, but, like, there's a lot to, um, like, I got into country guitar, I mean, and I was playing, like, mostly, like, metal and then I got into country guitar I mean it's just like super different like a lot of jazz in it stuff like that it's completely different techniques like I always like I mean it's like anything you try to pull from like different genres to kind of like incorporate it like into your own stuff yeah like whether it just be like a picking technique or you know those guys are like unbelievable like the, the stuff that they could do I mean there's not like yeah like a lot of it isn't my style of music that I like to like sit there and just listen to in the car. But if I'm trying to like dive deep into something and like analyze it, like they're just crazy talented. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, I'm the same way. I, I feel like there's a lot of like um, parallels that you can draw between genres, even if it's very different. Like, yeah, for sure. Like you said, like country and jazz don't really like line up, but it's it's yeah. very influenced one on the other and that kind exactly. of thing. So there's. I mean, I could have an entire podcast based on music, honestly. Yeah. So that's like three. What? Do beer, Gilmore Girls. No, 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 no. So, that, so our music podcast takes place on uh, Saturday afternoons at 4.30. Oh. Um, so that's something that, you know, tune in. We have an entire... No, it really doesn't. This, you don't listen to the podcast. This is a joke. That, this is a this is a running a current <laughs> recurring joke. Okay, so listen. She comes on every six months and shits all over. It's me. been like fourteen <laughs> months. I'm yeah. not shitting on anything. You're shitting all over me. Right? <gasps> um, so so anyway, let's, not. so we are a very episodic podcast. So right now, I do remember this joke. I'm really sorry. I'm done now. I want to ask, what's your favorite beer on tap? Here? At, your, at your place right now, right now. Yeah. Das Tall. Okay, definitely. It's fantastic. It's really good. Uh, it, um, I want boy. another one, but I, love a good like, boy. Boy. I have a four pack. I, I can take say, home. Don't you so. have a just pop a can? Just oh. do it. Well, I mean, it's in the cooler right now. Oh, <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, um, but yeah, that that is, so it's a dry hop pilsner, right? Yep, and yep. it is phenomenal. We're calling it a New World American Pilsner. A lot of people were asking us this week if it's a cold IPA. Um, <laughs> Why is that? Yeah, I, like, to me, like, it's, that's, like, not even a thing. Like, it shouldn't it's, be real, but it's, it's kind of just dressing up an IPL. Yeah, exactly. It's just trying to make it a thing, though. Uh, Hitchhiker? I, I wasn't going to name names. Yeah, we're allowed to name names. We're, right. we're busting chops. I'm, I'm sure, I'm gonna I'm sure it's a great beer. I have never tried it, so I don't know anything yeah. about it. But, again, like you said, it's an IPL. 
right? It's an India Pale Lager. From what from what I've read about it, think, yeah, right? that's that's pretty much. Which isn't necessarily a problem. I mean, I've had some IPLs that I thought were passable beers. Yeah, but for the most part, I don't <laughs> think that it's. That's a bit of an insult. No, what it's just not like passable it's it's beer. never gonna it's never gonna have the the traction of like IPA. Like it's yeah, I mean. It will not be the. Next I don't know. I don't. I, I feel like I'm an old head when it comes to like West Coast. I love West Coast, love West Coast IPAs. I love West Coast. You know, and I love New England style IPAs. Yep. But those are the two, and that's it. You know, I I crush a pale ale all day. That's fine. But when it comes to like the the cold IPA versus the IPLs and stuff like that, I just don't. I don't get yeah, it. Yeah, like know? I. I miss a hop on West Coast. Give me palate record all day. But day. like old palate, <laughs> like 2014 palate. Uh, we're aging ourselves here. Okay. I don't. I turned twenty one in twenty twenty. Okay. <laughs> I am uh, going to be thirty five soon. <laughs> it's fine. So, yeah, that's like it's an interesting style to me. Like I want to try it just yeah. to see what it's about. But for it, sure, how do you get cold IPA from dry hot pilsner? That's like I I, I don't know who came up with that for me like if it has ale yeast it's an ale if it has lager yeast it's a lager right and I've seen like so one of the most interesting things that I've picked up on just looking at all this stuff is there was a chart and I forget who posted it it was some like uh, historical account or whatever Mm -hmm. and it was basically like there's either ales or lagers and the beers that fall under ales to me was a lot more shocking than the beers that fall under lager oh for sure like Stouts are ales, you know, I mean, not that it would be one or the other. Like, if it's one or the other, then I guess you have to choose yeah. ale when it's hopped like an ale or, you know, the yeast strain or whatever. Like, that kind yeah. of thing. I don't know enough about it, personally. Well, like, we're not that educated. Well, yeah, I mean, you'll use ale yeasts for stouts, you know, a lot of the time. You know, there, there are people that use... I've, I don't know if we've... I feel like maybe we did use... Lager yeast for some for one of the stouts. I can't remember like off the top of my head. Like it would have been a long time ago. Yeah. Um, maybe not. I might be completely full of shit. But um, <laughs> Adam's I, really gonna have a field day with this one, isn't he? Yeah, 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 <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, a lot of you know, we have our house yeast strain, which is ale yeast, going into a lot of the stouts. Um, you know, we're we're experimenting with different stuff different ales for the stouts just to get a, a better character that lends itself to those beers. Um, we have a stout coming out next week too. It's just a it's just an American stout. Adam's calling it a regular ass stout. Turned out great. Nice. Um, yeah, but I need more. I need more tea on that. I, mean, I yeah, want to know yeah, more yeah, about yeah. it. But yeah, don't you, you know? Jesus. You don't have to ruin anything. But this is the. Uh, <laughs> The exclusive on the weekly recap here. Right. Yeah, it's just a, it's a great drinkable American style. Like everybody likes it, it a lot. Higher end or uh, as far as ABV uh, is it like heavier um, or lighter? Six shit. It's six ish. I think it might be six. It might be like six four something like in that range. I think um, it just turned out really well. It has it has a lot of character. A lot of a lot of the malt character really came through with what he did like on that one um you know that's i awesome. think he was really happy with it it was like one of those things where kind of wanted to brew something um for here just to have a good well-balanced tap list yeah 
And uh, I feel like you guys have that pretty yeah. much all the time, though. Like we, we've always tried to do that. Like with, but with COVID, I mean, we were just pumping out IPA like oh, every course, week yeah. and, and sours. But well, the reason why we started that, like during COVID, I mean, I hate to get off the subject with the the cold IPA and stuff. I mean, we could no, talk about dust all all night. But um, the reason why we started pumping out, um, you know, IPA every week in COVID, number one, it, it sells. Number two, we have to make it because, you know, we, we harvest yeast and we need stuff to keep going. But, um, like, at the beginning, the yeast company, Omega, said that they were shutting down for, like, a month. So we were like, we're just going to, we're going to make, like, eight generations of, of IPA. Yeah. And, that, and that's how it started. And then, well, you have to propagate it somehow, right? Like, I mean, we don't we don't propagate it. We get the we get the lab pitch, and you know, we we harvest off of kind of the lower ABV ones and keep it going for uh, okay, you know, six to eight generations. But wow, yeah, I mean, th- thankfully they open back up, and I don't know what like I can't speak for it, but I know Cinderlands was using Omega. I'm pretty sure Dancing Gnome was. You know, at least when they opened, I think I know. I think Hitchhiker is using it, uh, Brew Gentleman. So yeah, that was kind of like that was a little bit scary. Like in the beginning, like um, we were trying to figure out where we were going to get something from. But I think like on generation like six or seven, which would have been like six weeks, they opened back up. Oh wow! And then we got a we got a sour pitch. Um, we got the bacteria from this this other place uh, Patton I think they're like around Washington Adam's friends with the guy so we started doing the sours again because people wanted them but um, yeah like you can't we can't harvest off the the sours so you pitch it it's it's done like you can harvest the bacteria but you can't harvest it well you probably you you could harvest the yeast but the way we do it we don't um, but yeah that's that's why we kind of got in the groove with that, like at the beginning of COVID. But now it's kind of refreshing. Like we could have the the loggers on draft. We could do them more. Um, you know, we we love making lager. Um, <laughs> it's just I feel like know. that's a brewer's beer, right? Yeah, like we, we talk to people, and every time it comes down to like, yeah, we want the the actual like beer flavored beer yeah and i hate to say it that way but dos tall is like the best of both both worlds yeah like it's it's got a good dry hop it hop in it like with the the enigmas grape it's one of our favorite hops and um there's some simcoe in it too like heavy cantaloupe heavy honeydew yeah and i mean it definitely like shines as a pilsner though still like yeah it's 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 crisp definitely not drinking an ipa you're not drinking something that's dry hopped with these like it's it's its own standalone beer, right. and you're you're adding that to it. Like right. it's, it's very good. But um, if you like West Coast IPA, and you know you appreciate like that, and you like crisp beers, then yeah, like you'll definitely dig it. I mean, you know, I I hope I hope people do. Yeah, yeah. No, I I immediately as soon as I saw it in the newsletter, I was like, I'm buying that beer because it, we're, oh, we're, I would have yelled if yeah. you didn't. <laughs> And then, of course, we had a, a heavily fruited sour this week, too. So we right. kind of had... I got that four-pack, too. So Yeah, I mean, that one, that one turned... We found, I found some boysenberry from another place. We haven't seen boysenberry in, like, probably since, like, last 
summer maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So I had to sense. grab that. So I can't okay. go wrong with haven't had a boysenberry since I lived in California, so you know. Yeah, but I mean a lot of like uh, so going into summer last year there were a lot of beers that were popping up with boysenberry in yeah, there. So I'm sure. sure that it was one of those like the market demanded it and then it was gone. And so being able to get it back now. I don't know what the deal I would love was with it. To make some pie, but you know, that's unrelated. <laughs> pie is I good. just I just like pie. She's a baker, so yeah. I just like pie. Surprised you didn't pie. bring any cookies with you. But I love cookies. I ate <laughs> literally 90% of them. All right. So we are getting to the end of the episode here. Uh, Dave, thanks again for hanging out with us and oh, thanks sharing some incredible beer. Uh, we have one more guest question for you. Okay. So typically we ask our guests the emoji question and then we go right into the top three beer styles that you're drinking right now or want to drink or can find when you can find them. Um, this has to be a right now type of answer. It doesn't have to be like your all time. It doesn't have to be like I need to have okay. Roche for ten. That's that's time. a lot easier. So, <laughs> just what you're enjoying right now. What your favorite? Mm. What a blast from the past, and now I need to have one. I mean, you can find Roche at any Chinese. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, <laughs> it's really disappointing because you used to not be able to find it anywhere. Right. Now you need the Westie. That's the thing. Is you got to get to the Westie level. But uh, so yeah, we're what we do is three, two, one. So you're. Least favorite to most favorite. Least favorite to most favorite. But just the top three. Yeah. I mean. So like. So like your top three favorites, but like. Oh okay. But yeah, three, two, this one. This is my favorite, and yes, ascending. Okay. I feel like we have to explain this better, and I feel like I need to figure out how to explain it better. I thought you were going to tell me something that I, I like, like. Like so, three I like, but not. As, mm-hmm. I don't like it as much as one. Right. Right. Okay. Exactly. So right. start with the one you don't like as much as one, and work up to one. Oh man. <laughs> So, take your time with it. Um, I know... So, we moved on to a new beer, and I'm going to talk about that real quick here. This is the... So, I have... 200. This is the 200th batch from Hightower. And on the can, it has every name of every beer that they've they've done up till 200. Uh, So, this is from their anniversary weekend, last weekend. So, they hit 200 right at their anniversary. Apparently, yeah. They had to have planned that. That's crazy. I mean, that's, I don't know how you do it by accident. Thinking. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't even know. But they put out a ton of beer too. They do. They, they do. do a lot of different styles. They have the the through my lens. They have a billion yeah. different things. Yeah, they're doing them like drinks. like every week. I think. Yeah, it's nuts. But this is a fantastic triple IPA. It is um, it's soft. It's very soft. Um, I'm not a big triple IPA fan just because I like to. You know, have a, a few dr- like if I'm splitting a can with a few people, that's fine. But I usually can't get more, get through more than four. Of them. But this, I mean, this is drinking like something that's like eight percent, yeah, or less. Yeah, like yeah. it's it's got a nice smoothness, sweetness to it, like, but it's not boozy. Yeah, for sure. Um, so so top three. Yeah. Now that you've had uh, some time to think about it, yeah, we got three, two, just, one. Fired off, or if you have like a beer that you like, if you just want to say like a beer of the style, that's fine too. Um, we're not really big on rules on this podcast, so. Well, I'm just thinking about yeah, what I would want. Um, so three, like we we're talking like I, I can't remember if this was during the break or we were, we we're talking on here. But something like a, a lower ish ABV style would be nice, like. I think right now, um, yeah, we have one coming out. 
been drinking it in the, the tank. Um, I think it's really nice to have something that with, um, you know, not necessarily, um, you know, vanilla or anything like that, where you can kind of have the malt character shine through. Um, I actually uh, agree with you there. I feel like I always have like think about Guinness in that way. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, you can crush a Guinness, and it's not going to knock you on your ass because they're like five and a half percent for sure. But I'm also a big fan of having big flavors without the high alcohol of right. stouts as well. So, um, like I like porters a lot. Yeah, personally. Yes, yeah, so do I. You know, it, it just kind of hits the wheelhouse. It's smoky. It's you know, it's got that good body, but it's not heavy. You know, exactly. So that's yeah. that's what I like about like a light stout. So I mean, that's like I'm, I'm thinking like milk style, uh, American style, you know, stuff like that. Like a left hand or um, I don't know. They're nitro stouts a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I think that like like. When I think of left hand, I always think of wake up dead for whatever reason. Gotcha. I don't, I don't know why. <laughs> but no, not their regular nitro style. I, I can't even remember what that tastes like. It's been so long. But um, yeah, I used to, I like them, but I get acid reflux from a lot of darker beers. So I kind of have to watch. Got to take Same the Pepsi. sours. Sours will do that too. Yeah, for sure. Get, getting old. We're Guys, just carrying. Old. We're just carrying our pillbox with us, trying to <laughs> trying to limp through a day of drinking. <laughs> you know, like I, I love like I love uh, you know spawn sours and stuff like that. They're great, but they just they rip me up. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I'm I'm a big fan of those too. Just yeah. the farmhouse ales and you know stuff like the the wild forage stuff is really cool. Yeah, that probably should have been my number three was like Saison or something. We'll go, we'll go Saison style. Because I, I love I love Saison farmhouse sales. Unbelievable. I, I'm going to have to chill some, some down. I have a bunch of them at home. Like it's it's an overlooked um, style with a lot of people. There's a lot of um, time that goes into making them. Like that was like one of the things that we wanted to make in the beginning, but you know, it just kind of got pushed aside. Hopefully, we could kind of get back to that. I saw DG did a um, saison for their their one series. Yeah, the, the watershed. The series. watershed series. It's spectacular. Yeah. By the it way. really is. Like, job, if you Katie. haven't had it, you should definitely try it. I loved like Omegang Head of Pin and stuff when I, when oh I was younger. Like that was one of the, the beers that, that got me. That was like one of my first breweries. Yeah, that I was like super loved into. Omegang. Yeah. Yeah, that and like I mean, I was always a big fan of like the the Belgian ales yep. just in general, and that that, Chimay, that like really. Chimay Blue was one of my first. Like, Chimay, um, you know, Chimay White was my first. That, like, that Necromancer uh, Belgian White that they just came out is good. excellent. Um, just it's just a good classic style. It's not. They like, did a grisette and a wet beer, I think. We yeah, the grisette. Yeah, the grisette sold out in like I love an hour grisettes. and a half. Also, I'm But it's super here. crushable, too. That's the other thing. Yeah. They're like three and a half percent. Like, we're going to have to talk about that. I don't know if you agree that this summer. <laughs> <laughs> also, if you do one, I'll be here. I've done them before, like, like very small batch. Like, oh, sure. System. Yeah. Adam did this lemon balm grisette. Like, oh, it was such a long time ago. It was, it was unreal. I'll drink the shit out of that. Yeah, well, I'm definitely going to talk to him about that. It'd be great. 
Because you were influencers now. Whoa, whoa, also, <laughs> I smelled the wine in this, so I had to look it up, right? Because I was like, this is smells it like a Nelson? wine. Moscato juice. Moscato, okay. Wow. I was Which, like, this has Moscato juice? It has Moscato Apparently. juice. Sarah's our, Sarah's our active researcher. Yeah, nice. <laughs> it's funny. What everything bothers me, so I'm like, I have to know. Are there are a bunch of different hops it in this. It is Moscato juice and a small amount of tangerine and peach puree, triple dry hop, the Strata Mosaic Citra Galaxy. Yeah, it definitely yeah, smells the galaxy. Yeah. yeah. The Galaxy definitely has that like kind of hot burn in the back of the throat type of thing. I, I get the Strata for sure I with the no softness. Burn. I mean, because at the who very I am end. Per- I, it's uh, because of who I am as a person. Right. But, all right, so also stop number two. Three. Number two. <laughs> we're we're going to go with, um, we're going to go with a, a pale ale. Pale ale, just standard. Do you have a, do you have one that you always reach for? If I was picking a pale ale in Pittsburgh, and I, I thought about this today, like I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about what would I like to drink. For me, it would be Wishbone by Dancing Gnome. It's a great, well, it's a great I one. I love Lustra, but Wishbone is probably my favorite. Yeah, it's a little bit lighter. I, I, I get it's, it. Yeah, yeah, I get it. That's the all yeah. citra one, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah, great. It's, it's fantastic. Duh. Every I mean, time they put it out, I'll buy a four pack. I'll drink pretty much the full, the, the full four pack, which is <laughs> rare for me to do. I mean, because usually it's one can and then I'm giving it to three other people just because we have so much stuff mm. like yeah. all the time. Yeah. Mm. But that is mm. there's that wine burn. That is a really good freaking pale ale. And, and I mean anything they put out low ABV is fantastic. Yeah, that I I, I can't Agreed. agree with Agreed. you more. They they really have that like and they, they basically coined the style with the petite IPA. Right? He's like, the, he's the master of low ABV for sure. Yeah, he's, that's he's a great. lot of flavor packed into a low ABV beer. Well even like uh, so we had a half lustra the, the Pilsner yesterday. Oh yeah, the I've, DG Pills. I've never had the the half lustra. Oh, see, I we should have brought you that. some. I've had the lager lustra. That was cool. We're terrible at this. How much is this? Although place this is literally ready. ten minutes away. I'll just drop one <laughs> off for you. It's fine. Uh, but yeah, half lustra has this like good bready like I had just body to it, and it's super crushable. You can drink it all day, and not feel like a terrible human being after having like three or four of them. Yeah. Like, no, I did that and then came home and made pasta. It was great. <laughs> oh, I, I love that freaking beer. Like, All right. So great. Number one. Number one. We got to know. I'm going to go with the dry hop Posner. God. I want it. I, I'm going to just them. walk over there and I get love one. A, I love but, a, I love a Pilsner <laughs> now. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to go get one in a second. Yeah, that's, it's, well, like the uh, the DG pills, right? That was like we should have bought three cases of it. I am livid but with myself. Was that, that like I did a not was that like that. a German Pilsner? It was, yeah. It was, it was like more of a German it was style pills. Five, what five percent? Five point four percent? I thought it was the opposite. I thought it was four point five percent. I'll look lower. it up because but, of who I am. But like, yeah. All right, fact checker. Let's could, go. Yes, that's me. It's my life. <laughs> um, I could have just like. But yeah, we went back for four packs like every couple days. And I'm yeah. really upset that I didn't get and more of it. Yeah, that, that one's fantastic. But the dry hop Pilsner style to me is something that a lot of places do, but no, like not everybody does it very well. It, it's rare right. to do right. well. Um, the Dostal, stop and get a four pack of that good, right yeah. now. Seriously, I, I'm not no, kidding. I love that beer. 
jump online, order it right now. You guys, I'm, I mean, I'm sure you're not sold out of it at this point. We've all, no, it's only been I mean, on we have. Days. Um, we went through a good bit, but there's definitely some left. And I mean, it's like anything. Like people buy a lot, like the first week, and then it kind of lingers on. Yeah. But we've been. But it's like five and a half percent too, right? Like it's, it's or six. Six. That's yeah. right. That's right. Which, to me, I think that's a better way to drink a pilsner. Yeah. Honestly, like I mean, I like it. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I love the light lager. I drink it. Oh, the four P light. Yeah, the four yeah. P light. We were going to can it, but we were kind of worried that we wouldn't be able to make it again when we needed it, so we ended up kegging the whole batch. Oh, um, okay, okay. We have a few other um, lightish lager planned pr- probably like later this summer. We're kind of like uh, talking about it now. I mean, I'm not sure when we're going to get to it, but I mean, we pulled enough draft that it's going to last like a decent amount of time. Yeah. But when... Um, Charleroi opens back up, then we're we're getting into like you know a whole different ball game with, with draft, like supplying two places. So. Oh, I'm sure. You guys have any plans for expansion of the actual brew house? Or I will make that over our trip for the barbecue. Just saying. Yeah. Um, Agreed. So I, I don't want. I, I don't want to get too much I just wanted to put too. that out well, there. That like no, like it's it's fine. Like a lot of people were asking. And oh, I saw you guys got shit on for not opening up the tap room separately or whatever on Instagram. Um, really? You are the worst. I, I saw somebody make a comment about like... Yeah, they're, they're mad. And like, you know, here's the thing though. It, it, it has nothing to do with, with us opening in Pittsburgh. That place was designed to kind of supply one other place. And we really, you know, we, we never thought that stuff was going to I mean, we, you always hope that's, that, that you're going to, you know, be successful and yeah, you be able to grow. Your, you want to outgrow your roots. But we didn't think that we would be spreading cans like around Pittsburgh and having these great wholesale partners. And, you know, th- that is such a big part of our business. And, you know, that you have to do the things that... I mean, you guys have an entire day of the week dedicated to you. Yeah, and that, and that, and that just helping like, organically. Like, that wasn't the plan. Yeah. Um, it's nuts. You know, it's it, it just, it, it is what it is. I can imagine what stress that puts on you, though, right? Like just It's the, actually better doing it one day a week. Like, the other places that do releases, like, two or three days a week, I mean, it would just be too difficult with us, like, being, like, an hour um, from each location. Well, I guess the other thing is too, like the the demand for it. Like some of the beers you guys are selling out of, and like you like you've been doing the past couple of weeks is like the brewery exclusive. Well, releases. we we have to just because we have to pull a certain amount of draft, and I can't like we have so many great places that we sell to. We can't say, hey, these two places are getting it, and nobody, no else. one else. Can. Yeah. Like I'm not about that. If I give it to one place. I want to be able to offer it to all the places that buy it every week. Yeah, like, and that's even awesome. if it's that's, just that's one case. That's the best case. way to do it, yeah. But if you have 15 great places that you sell to, I mean, 15 cases, that's three half barrels. I mean, that's a substantial amount of draft. Yeah, yeah, you're talking about, I mean, what, you're, you said your system's, what, a 
we're an oversized five, so it's oversized. probably actually like what what most people would call a seven. Yeah. yeah so we could double batch a lot of beers into fifteen barrels if we wanted to. Yeah. But we do we do tens. Um, we could do high gravity stuff one shot. It's, it's no problem. We really like our system. It's it's great. Yeah. But we're getting to the point where it's kind of like. That's that's crazy to me though that it's a five barrel system. Yeah. Well, we have well, we have eight tanks right now. We have four fives and four tens. So and we realistically probably need another four tens right now. Wow. Just to. But I mean, yeah, like you said, I mean, you got like the. the these places that are growing right now, like the Creekside, the Marinos, the, yeah, even the giant you know, like the market market districts and stuff like that. There, I mean, people are showing up to these places expecting your beer. They are, yeah. and I mean, it's it's you want to be able to get stuff there every week, and with opening this and thinking about opening Charleroi, it's kind of like you know we have to kind of get something figured out in the next couple weeks here, but kind of vamping off of that like the reason why we haven't opened there is we kind of re- need to retool everything in that building yeah and and we've been there and it's yeah. it, it's it's a it's tough a small place it's yeah. small yeah that's it's, it's really it's, it's probably like where yeah. we're sitting yeah. at it's probably only like the size of like this small area of the room right so there is no way to social distance in that that bar and have more than like what maybe like 15 people 20 not people even, yeah. no yeah, way like, not even that that's the thing yeah you yeah. maybe 10 you're talking like and that, at that point it's not worth it it's not even it. worth it you're yeah. talking like 7 or 8 people probably Jeez. that's that's insane that's not worth it to pay and, yeah why, why are you even thinking about it and, but, and it's not even like okay if we could do that and it's it's fine that's that's one thing but we have a we have like 70 to 100 seats next door and then these bartenders they work pretty much off of tips. Yeah. Like, we pay yeah, them a absolutely. good hourly wage, but if they don't have the volume there, it's not even worth them them working. Right. Agreed. Yeah, you're absolutely Agreed. 100% right. And then, I mean, and this is this is a revolution in the industry right now, yeah. right? Like, that's something that's absolutely happening. I don't is love the it. wage. I don't love it. The wage issues, as right? A, as a former server and bartender, I've worked in three different states, and made three different hourly wages, and I can tell you, the state that I made minimum wage in was the state that I made the least in tips. Because so people like, know that because you're they know, yes, they hour, know. Or you're making I much preferred it, just going off of my. I made bank. Yeah. Like it was, yeah, it's great. I know. So you know, but it's it's, really, it's really hard right now to be like as a business on owner, that edge of what do you, you do. You have to keep the lights on. Yes. At the end of the day. Yeah. Do you charge a service fee? Like, what do you what do you do? Right. If we didn't, if if we were, you know, if we didn't care about that, and we would be, we would have a completely different outlook look on everything that we do. But we love that people like certain things, and we love making them. We we love making all of our beers, but you know, at the end of the day. I mean, we would love to be able to brew lager every week, but I mean, realistically, it's you know, once a month, yeah. you know, once every five weeks. Yeah. You know, you I have love to. Dancing gnome could make my pilsner <laughs> right. nonstop. Well, I think but they're going to. Katie explained to me 
it takes a long time and they don't have room for it yet. I yeah. mean, they, they're, they're expanding. They'll be able to do more things. And I mean, we want to be able to get to the point in that building where we could keep a wall around a draft list like on at all times. And in, or, in order to do that, we just need to maximize that entire building, like with production space. Like we're talking realistically, moving yeah. the canning line upstairs to where the the bar used to be, yeah. like on that mezzanine area. Yeah. Right. Um, so it's a beautiful building too. Yeah. That's the best part. That's the worst. I, I mean, I guess that's the the balance, right? Oh, like, I, yeah. I was sick. I'm sick to my stomach about it because, you know, it's me and Adam nice. built that that bar. Like yeah. we put, we cut all the wood and. It's Unreal. Beautiful. It's beautiful. If you haven't been there, it's beautiful. It, yeah. Like, I really wish that it would be just like a destination type place for yeah, you. Yeah, and it was, just, it was just too small. We have the seats next door. We built like a, a deck slash beer garden in, the, in, the, begin, in the, the middle of both buildings. So there's an extra 30 or 40 seats out there. I just flung a cup across the We're table. Throwing, throwing stuff at <laughs> But, um, yeah, like, in yes. my mind, it's like if you have that nice outdoor area, you know, we're, we're fixing the barbecue up. Like, it's just unnecessary to have the bar next door because it was just so, like, clunky with experience. Yeah. You could have everything that we, we offer, like, under one roof. Yeah, which with, absolutely you should do. Yeah. That, that, that sounds to me like it makes sense, and especially if you're expanding brewery operations. Right? Yeah. That's that's just how it has to be. We, so. we have to do what we need to do to kind of keep going for the next couple of years. Then you know after, you know, you, you never know what's going to happen. Like, I mean, there's always the possibility that yeah, we might add, you know, four more tanks in that building, and that might be it. Like that's all always a possibility. But like in our mind, like you know, that's that's all that that building could handle. And I mean. It shouldn't even be handling that at right. that point. Yeah. Like we never thought that we would be, you know, doing all these like different uh, brands of IPAs and kind of shooting off the cuff every week. So, you know, we just want people to understand that we're, we're at the end of the day, we're trying to do the best that we can, you know, keep the employees happy. You know, the, the, the tap room out here was kind of like a, a passion project that we always wanted to do because we lived out here. Like, by no means have we forgot about Shawray. I'm in Shawray like just about every other day. I'm looking at the place. It, you know, it makes me sick to my stomach that it's not open. But there's just certain things that we have to do that take time, mm -hmm. and not to mention it's just really hard to find employees now too. Mm -hmm. You're not so, wrong. It's very that's, hard. I mean, yeah, but it, but it also sounds like a Cinderella story. Yeah. From from the fact that you were you guys are just about to hit three years yeah and in that three years half of it is under a pandemic yeah that yeah absolutely blew yeah, up like you everything. guys opened this place during a pandemic and I love it here this, this yeah is, honestly like, if you haven't been out dangerously close to my house and I'm like <laughs> I could just like go here whenever and you know what, love my life well in all fairness when we were fully functional in Charleroi. We were looking at a place on East Ohio Street. It was just about to be a done deal. And then, you know, think about how quick this happened. Just, Absolutely, just, yeah. You, you heard mumblings of stuff for like, what, maybe like two weeks, maybe a month. Like, they're talking about it. 
Like what? The the bird flu happened like ten years ago. Right. Like you'd see it on the news, nothing really happened, and then all of a sudden, a few days before St. Patrick's Day. Yep. That's it. Like it's it's everything's just yeah, like everything's like March eighth. I was like, this is the last time I'm gonna see my like my desk at work for a while. Yeah, and it was really eerie. Yeah, wasn't it? Oh, it was creepy. Like creepy. you could drive down the street and it would look like a zombie apocalypse. Like nobody was out. You know? Right. Like because then like a couple weeks later, I was like, this is gonna last longer than two weeks. I need to go get my monitor. Like I need yeah. all my stuff. Like to work from home more. And I like walked in the steel job. Yeah, the point I was like, is this gonna here. last forever? <laughs> right. Exactly. Tbh, I would be fine with working Charlie from home bit forever. My finger. But that's like <laughs> you know. Is this gonna be forever? Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, it was personal it, preference. Now, what? I mean, TBH, I would love to stay home forever, but that's just a personal preference. Of right, but yeah, this now I, now that things are starting to get back to normal and we're opening up and uh, like I mean, I there's a balance. Up, by the way, that phrase. Yeah. That phrase. Back is to we're normal. All back to normal. Yeah. In the COVID, COVID times, oh, normalcy. Yeah. We're all in this together. All of those phrases can just like. <laughs> you can eternal sunshine it from my mind. I'm right. done with them. I'm just I I can't like the the one meme that I saw was like oh when you find a mask in your pocket from like 30 years ago and you like, strap oh, on yeah, a shotgun and go out. No, TBH. I kind of hope like masks during cold and flu season are like a thing because my immune system hasn't seen the cold in over a year. I know, okay right? Yeah, that was what I was worried about. Right, like we're gonna get hit hard, but. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it sounds like you guys have really kind of flourished into what you're doing now, right? Like, you guys are actually, like, kind of building up to ramp up to something bigger. Yeah, right? I mean, de- definitely. I mean, that's always been the plan. Um, you know, we, we always wanted a spot out here, like, after probably the first year. Because, I mean, I, I live, like, less than a mile away. I mean, it always makes sense. I see the area. Um yeah, but at the same time, we're, we're starting to think about really what the next step is, what we want to do. Um, we want to do barrel aging. We want to mm. do... Um, Sign me the hell up for that. Yeah, I mean, and, and it's just... And we want to do long-term sours. We want to do saison. I mean, we want to do all that stuff. It's just, like, where are we going to put it? Yeah, yeah, like, I get it. We're, like, scratching our heads to think about, like... We're, we're literally, like going to be stuffing bourbon barrels like in what essentially is an attic basically like, yeah. at, at the brewery <laughs> I mean it's it, it's it's comical but you know it's it's necessary I mean we've, we've always done what we've had to do to you know get where we we're going I mean it's just we're in an old house I mean yeah it's, <laughs> it's not ideal it's, I mean like you drive up to the place and it is the most unassuming building I've ever seen yeah like it's not this yeah, like industrial like, part are we here like, I, I feel like I'm gonna get hobo stabbed out front you know like not not really you know what I mean but like you're oh my god the stereotype no I didn't mean it like my that my one employee he always messes with me I'll be like in my my, my car Cortez he's, he's freaking hilarious He'll come up to me and he'll stick like his fingers like in my back and be like, "Give me all your money!" Oh, <laughs> like every other day. But I mean, like growing up in the area, I mean, it's it's not. Yeah, you got to deal with what you're dealt. You know, at the same time, it's like I mean, you guys have built this 
very well represented name in Pittsburgh. Like, I mean, I can't tell you how many people are like, yeah, Four Points has some of the best, you know, IPAs. Literally some of the best. Doubles in the and, you know, like that kind of thing. So that's... Well, I, I appreciate hearing that. I mean, we spent a lot of time, like, from year one to, to year three. I mean, we... We we kind of tore it all down at one point with the the IPAs the IPA like back in um, I want to say the the fall before we started we got the canning line like we kind of reformulated everything we were looking at it um, a different way and I think that we really hit our stride like right like like maybe like February March last year and it's just, it's, everybody kind of noticed that. Yeah, yeah, and I think that that really kind of played into like what all went on because everybody was like, "What the hell do I drink now?" Or what you know, what's the next hype thing? And Four Points was it. And we thing. literally drove over an hour to Charlotte right, to get some <laughs> beer. Seriously, we're we're just we doing what else to do. we're just doing what we do. I mean, we love making them. Like their our business plan was lager, sours, IPA, and you know, stouts. Like yeah. from the beginning. Probably well, and Man, Beast, and Bird is yeah. one of my favorites from the last year. year. Yeah. Um, and I honestly, mean, though, Pittsburgh, I know y'all don't like to travel, especially if you're from the North Hills and the South Hills. But when you open back up, go get yourself some barbecue. Yes, I agree. I just said my least favorite phrase, open back up. But I feel like, <laughs> it, was appro- I feel like it was appropriate. So... Um, yeah, uh, I guess to wrap up the episode here, guys, uh, grab the damn Pilsner. We're going to go slam some more of that before we leave. It's so good. But, um, Dave, where can we find you on social media? Uh, um, Four Points Brewing on Instagram. Uh, we, we post everything there. Um, releases, like news. We have, Like I said, we have the uh, three-year anniversary coming up. Um, I believe it's second week of July, like, probably going to end up falling on the 11th it's actually the 13th like on the Friday um, fun stuff for that week um, both locations so check us out there um, that's also linked to our Facebook which is Four Points Brewing and then we're going to be kind of splitting everything up like make sure you sign up for the newsletter lots going to be going on in the next month um, the barbecue is going to be uh, Four Points Barbecue coming up. That's going to be Shawroy, and then we're going to have the, you know, the Northside Tap Room. But uh, we're we're kind of figuring all of that out right now. So definitely look for that, like some point in July, and um, definitely be on Instagram. That's pretty much where we let everyone know about everything that my newsletter. And. They will respond to DMs, right? Yes. I will, Everybody I, reads everything. They will respond to DMs. <laughs> it's either me or Bridget. So, well, um, if I so, missed it, it ends up in the weird folder that Instagram. Yeah, that nobody ever like checks. Yeah, that I didn't where, know it was there. Where I get message requests for fitness and dog, quote unquote, influencers. Yes. I have a few of those chilling in my and and porn bots. That's that's what that's for. <laughs> Um, oh no! They just text me directly. That's true. Now. Yeah, they're like, yeah. "Hey, check out this they text cool me video." Now. Uh, but anyway, Dave, thanks again so much for hanging out with us, letting us come and crash your place after oh, hours. Any, anytime. Um, we, uh, I gotta say, um, the tap list is incredible right now. Like Thank everything, you. everything on it. I looked at the list and I was like, I can't find one that I wouldn't like. The biotics um, is 
Is that the Biotics or is it the... Well, the, every the time only once is That's, the new one. Yeah. What, no, what's the... Biotics is... The double one. Biotics? Double the Double Biotics. Yeah, the Cherry Berry. Yeah, that, that one one's incredible. fantastic if you're in a Sours. All right, so we're going to wrap it up here, guys. Uh, thank you again, Dave, for letting us hey, come and crash you. your place. Uh, if you don't mind raising a glass with me yep. here. Absolutely. I understand it's empty, but uh, we're just going to say that it's full. So cheers, guys. Cheers. And welcome to the end of the podcast. You made it this far, so why not go and follow us on social media? At The Weekly Recap on Instagram. At The Weekly Recap 1 on Twitter. Or email us at theweeklyrecap1 at gmail.com. Hey.